everybody. It's listen, we're back. We're back. I know that some of you probably been waiting on us to get back on on the air. First of all, I just want to give everybody a shout out who uh, tune in to the Coffee Break podcast. I really appreciate you guys. I don't know if you knew or not, but uh, we got cups now. I, I gotta. It's kind of funny how I have to. Oh, have that's to, cool. Lisa, just wait. I mean, because you're gonna get one. And, and listen, when you get my cup, don't you put no candy in my cup and no cups. Okay. I will not. When I looked at it, I was trying to, you know, I said, uh, man, this, I can't even put like a whole cup of tea, uh, of coffee in it. I think it's like maybe a half. If I put like all, like fill it up with the curry, like the top, the, the main one, that it, the coffee touched the rim. And so uh-huh. I don't, I don't know. I, I should tell them the next ones that they create, like make it a little bit bigger, but I still think a little it's bit cute. bigger. And I need the sticker to move from like this side because we hold we hold our cups like this or in this hand. Oh. So you then you you know you can't see you can't see all of me. So Look at you developing something. But hey, who 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 knows? Everybody, listen. I got my, you know, I got favorite people, and I don't want nobody to get upset about who my favorite people are. So I'll just say she's one of my favorite people that I've got a chance to know. And so today we got a special guest. Um, wait, it's Black History Month. Yes, it is. Um, y'all know how I do on my podcast. I'm just as foolish as I want to be, but it is Black History Month. So I had to bring a friend in. I brought in Miss Lisa Jones, former um, Hines County uh, Technology Director, but she is now the Vicksburg One School District Education Technology Director, and she is shaking things up down there. I am excited and in love with her. Baby, look at these actions coming up on screen. I didn't even know that it could do all that. I see, I need to learn a bit more about this Zoom webinar. Lisa, you tell miss. people who you are and all that jazz while I take another sip. Well, hi, friends. I was born and raised in Jackson, Mississippi along with two sisters and three brothers. Um, I graduated from Jackson Public Schools in 1986. And I know that sounds like a long time ago, but it was just the right time. (laughs) And I received a BS degree in accounting from Jackson State University in 1990. I um, married my high school sweetheart also in 1990 and I became an accountant in 1990. So 1990 was a big year for me. It was a great year. Also, um, I'm the mother of two um, intellectually STEM children. My son is an engineer and my daughter is a first year medical student. And I have a grand puppy. And I am also excited to be here in the Vicksburg Warren School District, sharing my knowledge as well as gaining a lot of knowledge in the process. That is beautiful. Not not a grand puppy. So no I grand have a grand puppy. Yes. They're, 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 not, they're not of age just of yet to have children, right? Yes. But just, no. you know, he's just—he's nine months. Well, my kids are of age. My son is twenty-nine, and my daughter is twenty-three. But neither of them are married yet. Well, bless. Well, bless the Lord and drink. Well, our- bless the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was, I was at soccer uh, Monday night. <clears throat> And one of the parents had said she had went down to Mardi Gras. You know, for some of y'all who listening to it, it's, it's in New Orleans. And baby, she went out there and she said, 
I just feel some type of way. I was like, what are you feeling some type of way about? She said, I went out there and I already knew what the hype was about and people were uh, 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 throwing bees and people were uh, uh, exposing themselves. She said, I told my son, listen, you can't go to Mardi Gras till you're 36. I said, he must go live with you till he's 36. <laughs> monitor all of that. I'm just really confused, but oh, yeah. went down to Mardi Gras and had themselves a great time. <laughs> this year. And I don't know, maybe I'm still in the little COVID kind of protect yourself uh, mindset. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And that's a lot of people. And a lot mm-hmm. of times at night and um, we actually, the uh, Boxy team uh, had the opportunity to go to um, New Orleans for a conference and a couple of us came back and had a little throat itch and a few things here. I think maybe one or two people even. Um, wow. And so it, it's not my favorite place to go to right now. And I'm not saying right. that uh, can't happen at your own house or your own community. But Dixon one going down there. Uh, now, I'm trying this new tea, Bigelow. And this is um, black cherry and oh. something. With some zinc in it. I figured it may be pretty good. I don't know. Last time I got sick, my doctor said, eat oranges and get you some zinc in you. So I said, okay, cool. So it's it's a very peculiar taste. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, at least I didn't tell you. Oh, listeners, listen up. Guess what Ernest is doing? What? <laughs> what? Thank you. Ernest is opening up his own coffee house. Oh, in Clinton? In Clinton, Mississippi. Oh, I'm- I may have to have a cup then. You got you got to come. I'm very excited about it. I went to the bank yesterday. We got everything finalized. I, I asked, love it. Asked for six months of build-up time. And so I am very excited to, I may get a chance to host some of my podcasts at the coffee house. So we are oh, just ecstatic about uh, the coffee house. So I don't know, you just never know what stems out. I mean, we started with a coffee break because I love coffee. And then I've tried a few different coffees on the show for everybody. And so I said, huh, if I like coffee so much and we're in a college town and uh-huh. uh, people who look for a little space and there's a few other things we plan on doing in the space, I said, why not? So uh, I'm very excited about that. Keep your fingers crossed. At least, I mean, have a grand opening that may be a little coffee break podcast. Have to bring some of the Absolutely. Uh, tech that's in the uh, area that use blocks in. Go live, baby, and see what happens. So I'm excited <laughs> about this. I ain't going to give y'all too many more of my secrets and everything. <laughs> right. Go get my bill. Need to hold your mule. <laughs> get your own. Okay? Get your own. Lisa, what are you drinking? I know you see you drinking tea, but what you got in that thing? Well, I hope this is not a deal breaker. I don't drink coffee, so I have hot chocolate. Hot chocolate? I mean, that's good too. Absolutely. Uh, but it's a little, it's a little, a little early in the day for a little hot chocolate, huh? You say a little it's not- early and a little early and a little warm, but hey, we're gonna roll I, with it because this is I, Ernest's show. So whatever it takes. I appreciate it. Look at there, Look, y'all see that she she did it for me. Appreciate it. <laughs> I definitely appreciate that. The um, little coffee place that's parked in front of the Dollar General parking lot in Clinton that's close to the Bowling Alley, they mm-hmm. serve a hot chocolate with coffee. It's okay. Oh. Um, it's a peculiar, you know, You first of all, you got to be a coffee lover uh, in order to then want to put hot chocolate in it. Uh, one, one of my coworkers, Kendall, she tricked me one day and was like, 
well, go get a hot chocolate package. As a matter of fact, for Christmas, uh, she was my secret Santa, and she gave she bought me some hot chocolate and some chocolate spoons. I haven't tried the chocolate spoons, but me and my children love the hot chocolate. Oh, yeah. Well, I put that uh, Nestle hot chocolate in my coffee. Let's just say, won't do that again. I was not <laughs> satisfied. Doesn't that sound like a good combination? I was just like, uh, no, this is not going to work for me. I think because after I put my hazelnut creamer in my coffee and yeah. all these things, uh, the the uh, sugar or whatever you add into yours, I think that kind of the, the chocolate on top of all those kind of took away from it. Not y'all laughing at me. Don't laugh at me. But in, anyway, at least anything exciting been going on this week is Wednesday. I knew it was all on. Absolutely. It's been an action-packed week. I've, I've actually had some good weeks since I've been here in Vicksburg. There are two things that I'm really proud of this week. One is we opened a bid this week. We're bidding 60, yeah, about 6,600 Chromebooks to refresh oh. our students' devices. And in addition to that, we completed a feasibility study to add audio enhancement to some other schools in the district. So that's been a great thing. And not to mention something that you're well acquainted with, Bloxy. It's yeah. still doing a great job of protecting our kids from threats, self-harm, <laughs> cyberbullying, and safe languages. Y'all better be uh, uh, progressive. That's We are. We're progressive now. If we can't progress, I got to I got to start looking somewhere else. I, this just yeah. me. Then that's 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 in a whole bunch of things in my life. Even uh, you know when I, I opened up a recording studio maybe about three years ago, and I just didn't now see you're a busy up. man, Ernest. Dixon is a very busy man, man of many talents, and you know mm -hmm. it's sometimes I have to kind of figure out like how you juggle all of it. But I opened up that studio and I closed it because I just felt like I spent more time in the studio than uh, in so some of my other uh, after you know my other adventures and it took yeah. away from me a whole lot so i didn't wow. see it persisting and really making an impact into the community like i wanted to but uh -huh. i don't know i think that this coffee house slash event center because uh, there's not an event center in clinton oh i didn't so, know about the event center you're gonna that's a lot that's good yeah, until I can't tell you everything. At least can't tell you. <laughs> a little bit at a time. That's good. I, look, but I'm I, I'm very excited about uh, all that that's going to come into fruition. The the town needs it, and um, yes. I'm excited for the progression. Now, tell us about you know your role. There's some people who who listen in uh, to the podcast, or uh, even some of the other customers. Tell about your tell us about your role as mm -hmm. the director of education technology. Mm -hmm. The role of Education um, Director of Technology actually takes on two different distinct positions. Okay. Um, and the first person, you're in charge of technology at the schools and at the district level, and just ensuring that the students have what they need, that yeah. it works on time, and that it's available when they need it. And then the other part of that is kind of trying to make sure that things are working on the other end as far as your networking and making sure that you have the right players in place to be able to make sure that the network is, is thriving the way that it should be. And then providing the security that you need to make sure that the apps that you have in place, the student data is safe, and that you're able to retrieve um, information in a timely manner. Okay. Well, that's one aspect. What about the other one? Or did you say a mouth? I did. I, you don't have to okay. listen, Ernest. I told you about two, but I'll be willing to go over it again. No, you don't. But but where does the education component comes into? Oh, How yes. The the, yeah. 
always wonder because that name changed at some point. For for the longest, we've always known them to be just technology directors. Right. And at some point, the name switched, and I may have missed that in your conversation. Yeah. I apologize. No but what's the education part of the responsibility? The education part is being able to ensure that students have what they need. And in order to do that, you have to kind of know what they need prior to a teacher even telling you. Sometimes you may walk into a classroom and a teacher may say, well, Ms. Jones, my, the hardest problem I have is trying to get my kids to understand derivatives of math. You may mm -hmm. be able to walk over to a smart board and show her how she can use that board to make that lesson come to life for her students. Mm -hmm. And not only can little Johnny be at the board working on a derivative, derivative problem, he can invite Sally to come up and help him. We've got boards now that have 10 points of touch, which mm -hmm. means that 10 kids can be up there working on it at one time. Yeah. And I think every educator knows that children learn best from each other and they are willing yes. to take criticism from each other quicker than they are from an adult. So that's one aspect of education and being able to ensure that students are able to use the technology tools in, the, in today's education. I like that. I gotta, I, I gotta pull maybe this other question out of you if you don't mind. Sure. But I, sure. And I need to mess with you as well. One, I think your walls are blue, maybe question mark, because last time I went to your office, it looked like no, didn't nobody live there. It yeah, they're blue. Like, they're blue. They're blue. The maintenance like guys here are amazing. They made that happen for us up at Christmas break. I love it. And then you got a bookshelf up. Now, is them rubber duckies? Oh, oh. Those are duckies, yes. But the duckies have a meeting. People look at those and say, Man, well, what, is, what is a grown person doing with a rubber duck? The uh -huh. thing about a rubber duck is if there's one out of order, your ducks are out of row. So once you get them lined up correctly, you can function properly because all of your ducks are in a row, right? You know what? I see what you yeah. did just there. I, yeah. I just see what you did. Okay, well, I'll give you that little point. We got a whole comedian up here. Look at somebody clapping in the reactions. I'm just, I, this is probably what, <laughs> season, season three, episode one. I mean, just, <laughs> Lisa, just, at least your first name is or the Mona. Say it again. Mona, M O N A. Mona Lisa, like, uh, let's go get this paint and, and let's go and... get it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I read it somewhere. Don't don't get me. But I was like, never see her say that she's Mona Lisa. It's just Lisa Jones. But I hate Mona Lisa. But I just thought I should say that artist. Are you an artist? Do you? Do I you am not it? an artist, but I am an admirer. I, okay. There are people who call me Mona and there are people who call me Lisa and then there are people uh -huh. who call me Mona Lisa. So I answer uh -huh. to all of it. I love it. You just tell me, I'm, I'm going to stick with Lisa, but I just want you to know I like Mona Lisa. That's just very distinct. I know. Just like my name. There's not a lot. Of, Ernest is old. I'll tell my That's dad. Right. I don't even know why that I was chosen to carry on the family name, but we'll let it be. I can't promise you that I'm going to call my son Ernest. This is <laughs> I, I don't right. think that's not a 20th century name or anything. Just as old as you want to be. And growing up, it, they made it even worse with all those Ernest goes to camp and Ernest goes to school movies. And I was like, y'all know he Caucasian and I'm dark, dark, right? So, I mean, it's just it just kind of is what it is. But, I, mean, I just, well, you know, when I, get up, when I come on here, I can just talk. That's what people just want to come in. You come in for the coffee break. We we get our information too, but I just want to make sure that you come on and get laugh and we can joke and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Did somebody come on here and say ancient of days? Oh my goodness. 
That got to be my best. My best to know. <laughs> I tell all the time, baby, give me a shirt and let the Lord uh, age of days. And so That's I can offer the pop. Shout out to her. She was on season one, and we still love Therese Ross. We got to bring you back. She put me home resting, and snow, well, she might be snowed in. Therese, are you snowed in out, uh, over there in Detroit, Michigan? I think that's where she lives. She said, hey, and I am. Yes. Uh, I talked to your tech director earlier, Mark, and said he was about to go shovel snow. I said, I ain't never done that ever in my life. Even though I've been home and I'm from New York, <clears throat> I never had to shovel no snow. Wow. Maybe because my daddy did it. I think that's probably what this and my older brother. <clears throat> so I just kind of chop it up to that they had to do it. But I remember going back home maybe about five years ago and I had on some regular uh, spirits, Lisa, trying to go up to the, you know, 125th Street with Apollo Theater's at. If you ain't never been up to New York, you definitely should go. Okay, it ain't one people, oh, yeah. it, it's it's a good good place to go. It ain't, you know, trash like people. Mm -hmm. Hey, my mom, my daddy say, if you leave about this house with them spirits on, you're gonna have frostbite. And your mama gonna kill me by the time you come back home. So we had to go and get some boots and one of them bubble jackets. I was like, Pop, this make me like a gangster. You know, if just imagine me. I'm already big. Probably shouldn't say that, but you know, I'm a <laughs> Lisa, you didn't know you were gonna get all this on the podcast. I had no idea. I'm sorry, you should have watched some old videos. <laughs> but he put that little big old black bubble jacket on me. I said, Pop, I can't do this. You know, so he saw a packet and put it in your suitcase. Lisa, it was so big, it couldn't even fit in my suitcase back home in Mississippi. I just put it in his closet and just hoped that he had never, he probably opened up and saw that it's still in there now. I just go, when oh, I go home, wow. I just, I just use it if we in there. You city. have something there. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't took you on a tangent, but I know everybody just laughing at me. Y'all forgive me. Get out of the comments. Uh, Lisa, <laughs> what about the, let me go back to the education side because yeah. I always look at the education tech director also uh, coaching or dealing with even the teachers kind of yes. uh, in, in a sense. And again, you said it, but I, I may have missed it because that's, yeah. that's that component come in because we buy a lot mm -hmm. of people. We buy a lot yes. of software. People don't yes. know what to do. And I know there's a curriculum team who's supposed to help out and da, 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 da. Oh, yeah. But in the realization of it, is does, mm -hmm. that, does that fall in your lap as well? Absolutely. I'm so glad you took me there. I, mm -hmm. I misled you. Absolutely. Okay. We're in the process of developing boot camps that our teachers will be able to attend this summer yeah. just to kind of hone their skills in the area of technology and so that uh -huh. when the fall comes, we yeah. will hit the ground running. So that is definitely in our area, and we're excited about that. Now, listen, now I ain't gonna tell you doing now, maybe at some point, but yeah. could you share? At some point, you may, you know, uh, in our in our Boston community, yeah. maybe you write a little post and just kind of share your thoughts because there might be somebody else oh, who's struggling. I ain't gonna talk about Rob's because she's on here and somebody, yeah. <clears throat> you know, but, uh, uh, and whomever else. But they, there's a couple other teachers who, or coaches who are in technology yeah. who uh, try to figure out ways to kind of get that over to, even for us. I mean, I never thought about Absolutely. something like that. That may be, I'm not saying I'm gonna steal it from you, but. No, that's no, no. Good, that's a good idea. But keep in mind, we do hire out. So in those events where you need districts who need help, we will take a day off and travel to them. So, but we will uh, share with you what we have. Y'all hear them, huh? They said they would travel and share. Okay. I love it. And look at Doris saying that's a good <laughs> idea. Thank you, Reese. Uh, uh, so I, what made you even become interested in, in this type of field? I, um, 
I, I think like in the introduction, I talked about graduating from college and having a degree in accounting and actually working yeah. in accounting for four years. And I, um, we got pregnant, we had a little boy and we said, we're gonna, I'm going to stay home with my child. You know, that's uh -huh. the right thing for a mother to do. Right. So okay. probably after about that third year, we decided I needed to go back to work because I think I was running him crazy. Like uh, the zoo every day was a bit much. So when mind. I decided to go back to work, I wanted to work, but not every day like an accountant works every day. Uh, so I said, oh, the school system. So I started subbing two or three days a week. And when I got there, I just people would call me, I guess, because maybe I may have been the youngest person at that time in the building. Okay. Do you uh -huh. know how to fix this computer? And I somehow, you know, the Lord just blessed me. I could walk over to something and really fix it without any training or knowledge. So I just think that that was a skill that the Lord gave me so that I could be where I am right now and be available for teachers and students the way that I, I am and desire to be. So that was just kind of fell into it. People yeah. say that, but I really believe I, I fell into it by the grace of God. You know, you said something important because everybody ready to get to the top before they even start at the bottom. You said you were yeah. just going in being a sub and had skills mm -hmm. that were good. And then that moved you into other uh, open doors, I would say. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Now, because this ain't a question I see you, but I, you know, everything wasn't going to be this because it just, it just conversation happened. Your highs and low in your position. What are, what are oh, some yeah. of your highs and some of your lows? Mm -hmm. I'm going to start with the lows because I like to finish yeah. on a good note. On, I good think note. some of the lows are watching technology die. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of times when technology is purchased, it's put in the schools and the hands of students and teachers, but the training does not follow the technology. And mm -hmm. teachers are really busy, students are busy, and there's really not an opportunity for the teacher to just get in and really learn how to use it. So mm -hmm. I think that's where we come in as yeah. educational technology people. It mm -hmm. is my job, if a teacher calls me, I should be equipped such that I can, though, although I don't have a teaching degree and I, I've never said that I did, I can walk into a classroom and work with a teacher. She knows the curriculum. Yeah. I know technology. And together, we should be able to pull together a lesson that is interesting for a diverse group of kids. I'm Love talking it. about kids who, who are struggling with just being able to stay awake in class. Mm -hmm. There should be something in that lesson that even if all that 10 minutes, they'll wake up and say, I got that. I got that. And I think I got learned that from my son when he was very young. He, we would be at church and our pastor would be preaching and preaching. He would be asleep on the bench, sleep, not sleep on the our bench. Pastor would say something. He would wake up, get that and go with it and be able to do things and talk about it during the week. So I mm. think if we can just take technology and and, and and make sure that that teachers can use it and not always say they're not using it. Make mm -hmm. sure we've done everything we can to prepare mm -hmm. them to use it. Now, it. my highs are this job, Ernest. Okay. I've never had a job where I came to work and did one thing, focused on education technology. Uh -huh. If I'm not successful in this, I need to go home because uh -oh. that's all I have to do. Yeah. And jobs I've had in the past, you wear five or six hats. That's and true. there's really, you have an excuse for not being real productive. I don't have an excuse. My job is to make sure teachers can do what they need to do. And if I'm not doing that, I, I really need to go home because there's no excuse. And how, how many years have you been doing this again? This is, I'm in my 23rd year. Woo! Lisa, 23? 
23 in education and in this particular line as the director but remember now i worked for jps before i came here so i have four years of just grunt technology kind of work uh you check your purse account. <laughs> <laughs> i have and you know, a lot of people say that about purse but mm-hmm. i was just my husband and i were just having a conversation the other morning if i left this job yeah i'm just i'm high strung there's no way I can sit home every day. There's only so much laundry, only yeah. so many days you can walk Reese, only so many days you can clean, only so many days you can cater to the people that live with you and for you. So yeah. I think the biggest thing is just having a purpose and I somewhere agree. to go and knowing that people need me. They need yeah. me, Ernest. I they agree. need I, me. I like that. But I'm going to tell you, Lisa, uh, when, when yes. my youngest get out of the house, I'm yes. going to somebody beach for a whole year. I would have made 26 uh, years in, in the uh, state and I got, uh, got to go to a beach. Now, after that, and I'll be 40, I think I'll be 44, 46 is what the number is. Oh, you'll is. be young. Young, young. But, but for a whole year, I got to yes. get out of here. Do you hear what I'm saying? I know. <laughs> I, got, whole, I told my mom, I said, listen, mama, I don't know how old you're going to be, but you can come with me, okay? Put you in the back seat. Let's just go put the window down. Yes. I can't. If you want to walk with that's fine. You coming right along with me, you understand? Right. Uh, but but at that age, <clears throat> I'm gonna go. I'll come back. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, I'll come back, and it may not be for a whole year on the beach, but I got to get out of here. Hello? I got you. Now I do I have an age limit. I do have an age limit of what age that I do not want to work past. So I yes, just, I, I it's just a, it's saying. a no for me. Now I can't technically, you know, what they'll say is you got to be at a certain age limit to draw something down. So I won't be at yeah. that. But right. I can go and 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 you know you know get some more time in or something, but I'm gonna once I hit that certain amount of number, yeah, I'm gonna at least take some time for me. I feel That's like right. People, you you burn out, and who wants to just live their mm-hmm. life, um, just collecting numbers? Now I've seen people who've been teaching forty years. I love them, uh, mm-hmm. commend them. <laughs> people who admit, do what you do. That's not gonna be me, okay? I just right, <laughs> right. Don't be dissing, all right? I just. I got you. I, I, I just feel like, you know, there's 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 other things and other gifts that people are blessed with. And sometimes you get Absolutely. stuck in that one, but you start your gifts, but that's a whole mm-hmm. sermon. I, I didn't come on here to preach. I come on here to have No, but I think I think you're right in line with what, what we need to talk about, because I think sometimes in your career, you yeah. do get stagnated. You get a yeah. little burnout. But then there's this thing called a burst or a blessing that allows you to almost become like a a, a toddler again and that's kind of where i am so i'm excited about that you know i was gonna preach on sunday talk about being like a child like have a child like faith we child got like be, that's right we, we got to be adults and then we don't have that type of faith anymore but that's I, right uh we're gonna put a little pause in there because it's gonna go to a separate real quick okay moving on and Teresa already knows she's in the, she's in the comments uh hold hold your mule uh Darice. hold it down okay <laughs> It's Black History Month, okay? It's Black History yeah. Month. Uh, yeah. Look at her, LOL. Uh, who are some of your inspiration, uh, inspirational leaders uh, through mm-hmm. maybe any parts of the movement uh, or in Black history? Of course, I would be remiss if I didn't say my mother. Come I on. think my mother was the most amazing woman with very limited education and very limited resources. Yeah. Um, if I, at the end of the day, can be half of what she was for me, I, I would have accomplished something awesome. Mm. But in modern day time, I probably would have to say Michelle Obama 
And okay. not just because she was the first lady, but because she set a tone of what a woman should be. Okay. You know, every time you saw her, she walked with an air of confidence. Yeah. And I think that's something that if we don't give anything else to our daughters, we have to give them that air of confidence. And that when you enter a room, yeah. you are the room. Yeah. And not that, 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 and I don't mean that to be arrogant or to be, um, to, to make myself feel like I'm the most important person in the room, but I think mm -hmm. the room has to work around your skills and abilities. And, and I think that, that that's probably a gift that I kind of have um, perfected over the years, but Definitely um, have. <laughs> I think, I just think that's one thing you have to do. You have to, you have to uh, walk with an air of confidence. And, and if I can only name two people, those would be the two. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I um, would, would, recompense and say that um, I would probably say my, my mother or even my parents yeah. um, because a small, at a small age my mother had to decide whether or not she would uh, give birth to me or let me die in order for her to live wow. and uh, sad to say she decided to let me live. So I said, you must knew what I was going to be. Wow. I mean, crazy fool, but there's other things, you know, you know, and, and for real. Um, and so she's, she's my black history, just point blank. Oh, um, I love it. She's my black history and forever will be. Um, my sister would probably be my number two. She, when she passed away, I mean, I saw her live and, and how she was always, oh my God, so nice uh, to people, um, you know, whether that was her working at the Murphy gas station or her, the manager of shoe show, people coming in and we're getting up early in the morning trying to make sure the shoes are just right. Her sprinkling down a little uh, carpet fragrance. I'm like, girl, you're doing too much. Just get that vacuum clean. Let's get this thing clean. <laughs> well, she died to brain uh, a cancer. She had brain tumor. Uh, she chose me to raise her children for wow. her. I'm just like, why? And some, most every day, I'm still like, why? But uh, she saw something in me, I, I'm, I'm presuming, I'm guessing. And uh, so she's my wow. black history. So my black history lives through them. They definitely saw something or, or knew something or a reason, a purpose that I was going to be here. Yeah. And uh, again, for mom to choose, you know, my life versus hers and my sister who was sick, who could have honestly let anyone raise uh, her children chose for me. So they're my black history. So I'm, I'm hoping oh, wow. that- that's an amazing be, testimony. Yeah, I'm hoping that I could be someone else's, you know, black history. Of course, there are other civil rights leaders who've done many things. Uh, John Lewis is actually one of my favorites. One, he's a member of the fraternity that I'm part of, but uh, I, I mean, we made or kind of coined, they, they coined his phrase, good trouble. But I believe in getting some, getting into some good trouble. There is a- Everybody believe that trouble is bad, but no, there is right. types of ways to, you know, make your mark and to see right. what you need to say. And so I'm very, I'm so much of a fan of him as a uh, 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 now, I guess, uh, deceased leader in the civil rights movement. But uh, I think that his legacy will continue to live on in all that know him and so on. My, me and the kids played, and I was going to give you a quiz, but I said, don't do that to Lisa. She would really get you. But me and the kids played a, a game the other day, <clears throat> and we were just asking some questions like, they didn't know who Madam C.J. Walker was. And then my oldest uh, said, uh, I would be mad. And this is kind of a joke, and I 
forgive me if this someone don't find this comical, but he said, I'm probably mad if I was with Harriet Tubman and I woke up and everybody was going and I was asleep. I said, you know what? I'm sick of you. <laughs> I know, right? I'm sick of you. But he I'm, was so serious. He said, I couldn't live at that time. I said, what? I said, I think you would have been woke. Everybody kind of woke everybody up. He said, how do you know yeah. that? You know, dude, how do you know that everybody made it? Maybe somebody, uh, um, did, you know, did not, you know, was not awakened or, or or whatever. But he said, I'm just grateful that I don't live through that time. Because I would have been mad if I was with Harriet. And when I woke up, everybody's gone. He I said, don't think just, they would have let him sleep through it. Yeah. And I told him, I said, I don't think, but you know, he's so young and it's so mm-hmm. amazing that this generation don't really know. It's, it's, they know um, the Black Lives Matter movement, but right. any history uh, behind that, they, they don't know. So I, I will kind of say to continue educating uh, our youth in the schools. How do you feel about and 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 maybe you want to share or not share? But um, when I grew up, we took minority studies. But I was reading or saw in the news about the African American class not being taught in Florida. That they was going to mm-hmm. put that on a ban list. Do mm-hmm. Do you know if there's still minority studies being taught or um, any? Not that I'm aware. Of, not that okay. I'm aware of. But shame on us as as African American parents. If yep. we're not teaching it in the home ourselves, I think true. that now that would be something that would drive me to retirement if my, <laughs> my children, if somehow I came up with some grandkids some kind of way. <laughs> but I, I think it's important that when they go to school that we see that as a subsidy to us to to their learning and not the main thing for their learning. And I don't know where I picked this up, but my husband and I, when our kids started school, we wanted to make sure that they knew how to read, write before they ever went to school. And we made sure we spent hours, we would turn our closets into classrooms. And we spent wow. hours working with them. They would be mad and sleepy and well, look at them now. Look at look them, at them now. now. A whole engineer yeah. and, and, and and then your other daughter's, and your daughter's doing what again? She's a first year medical student. Come on medical student. I'm just, I, I would never, mm-hmm. have, it was never on. Uh, my come on here the closet changed my life come on prayer room let me get out of here because y'all go don't get me started and and you talked about what sparked yourself your interest in technology what would you say to your younger self oh I would tell follow your passion I don't know what in the world made me think I was cut out to be an accountant Uh that I don't have a stiff bone sit at a desk in my body. I can't even be still to sit in a desk. And those four years of doing accounting were probably some difficult times for me, so much so that um, I I, I could never go back to that line of work. I'm Uh a people person. I'm a move around kind of person. I like to, and people don't like it all the time, but I'm a touchy kind of person. I like to be by you. I like to talk to you. I like to, I like to know what you're really thinking. I I mean, I just, I'm just that kind of education kind of person. And everything about me says educator. Mm-hmm. And no one ever told me, Lisa, you ought to think about being a teacher. You ought to think of no one ever told me that. So when my husband said he was going to college, I said, well, I guess I'm going to college, too. And yes. I went on to college. <laughs> so yeah. I think just uh, follow your passion. And if you follow your passion, the money will come. And a lot of times we're so hung up on how much we get paid. And, you know, but that, but if you're doing following your passion, payment is priceless for following your passion. So. 
I would encourage my young self to follow your passion. And I've been teaching kids since I was little. My mom, she um, had like a daycare in our house or a babysitting. I say daycare because that's the right thing to say, but she was a babysitter. And when I would get home, I would get those kids and sit them in circles, put them in strollers, take them walking. I have been a teacher my whole life. So why I didn't try to major in education, I don't know. Well, hey, I'm I'm just grateful that you landed somewhere in the education uh, Absolutely, realm. me too. <clears throat> you're doing an amazing job at it. You're you're, you're well, definitely a you. you're definitely a trailblazer. So, uh, happy Black History Month to you. Thank uh, you, my friend. You're you're welcome. For women, um, you know, next month is Women's History Month. Is there? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know you talked about you know Michelle Obama, but is there another besides Michelle and and your mother? Is there another woman who that you mm-hmm. just kind of admire? I think if I had to um, put a name on a person, I worked with a person um, and there was just her skill. Um, her name was Oka Duren. She was my first boss in JPS, Dr. Oka Duren. She was a, um, a woman of faith, first of all. And then second of all, she was a motherly figure. Okay. And for people who were young, um, I was a little older than the other uh, people who started, but there were a lot of 21-year-olds who started at the time that we mm-hmm. started that uh, technology job in JPS. And when I say she took them under her wing, it wasn't one of those clock in and, you know, wait to see if you clocked in. She was checking. Mm-hmm. If she told you to clock in at 7.30, she was going to come by at 7.31 to see if you had clocked in at 7.30. Oh, wow. And I think that kind of mentoring early on with a person develops a, a skill in them that says you're accountable to this. Yes. You know, somebody's checking behind you at all times. But if you let it go unchecked for a long time, people think nobody's checking. But we need to know that somebody's checking. So she 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 definitely and I know a lot of people like to list stars and famous people, but I like to work with the people that have impacted my life in such a way that I'll never be the same. I agree too, because sometimes those personas that you see on TV and on the social medias, those are uh, not really the real person. And Absolutely. So really I love that inspect what you expect. Yeah. I say that all the time. Thank you. That that's exact you're exactly right. Once I hang around you enough, I know who you are. Right? Absolutely. Uh, yes. And, and if you're not, and some people say if you're not careful, then if you're in the wrong circle, then you'll yes. actually start your some of your characteristics will start becoming of that person or people that you're around. Yeah, absolutely. So good circles are definitely necessary. I just want to put that out there. Have you absolutely. heard about the chat uh GPT? This little oh, yes, thing? I have. My what? son is loving chat B G P. PGT at this time. And I've actually had him write something for me and chat PGT. But for school systems, I don't think it's something that we would want to have available to our students at this Mm. time. It has not been vetted quite enough. Okay. And and, because I saw, or I was actually, um, I was one one of my buddies, shout out to Matt Miller. And I was on his blog uh, yesterday on Twitter. And he was saying, you know, what are some of the coolest things you've seen people ask on chat GPT? And then I saw where someone did a comparison of the population from 10 years ago. Um, And then there were some other people who were doing a comparison uh, writing like a, a prompt on what's going on in Ukraine. And I said, huh, I haven't uh, dabbled in it just yet in my own self, but I said I may just at least just check it out so I could be nice. Before you do, read the terms of use before you dabble in it. 
Okay, maybe I won't dabble in. I just yes, have some because if you're using your work, <laughs> if you're using your work device, it kind of ties your work to some of the things that you may agree to as an individual. So be careful with that. Ah, okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So there you. So this the artificial intelligence. What you're searching right. and how they're pulling absolutely, absolutely. Huh. I learned a little something else today. Well, thank you. Look, come on, education technology director. I love it. We're here to serve. Well, I mean, hey, you, you're doing a great job serving. Just FYI, I should just tell you that. What thank well, you. If, you know, if not accountant and not this role, and, and you kind of talked about teacher, is there anything else that you would have done, like an occupation that you just had in your mind? Hmm. No. It would have been a kindergarten teacher. Can you cook? I can cook, yes. You you want there are to things be, I can cook, Ernest. Is, would you not have want to be a cook or a chef or anything? No, like I can do that anytime. But to touch the lives of little bitty five year olds, that is amazing to me. That's mm. amazing. Okay, okay. I'm falling in. Uh, see, I knew I always wanted to be in education. From yeah. when the kindergarten teacher opened up the door and I saw it, it was just like like magic. And I had right. one of teachers, Debbie Tate, in in at Cedars. Elementary. Debbie had a tub. Mm-hmm. I think I've talked about this on my podcast. She had a tub in her room. So, you know, you behave really good. Everybody else yeah. sat on them little thin mats. Shame on y'all for getting us the little thin no, right? mats. <laughs> right. <laughs> Anybody else remember those thin blue mats? Or did they change? Oh, they had them when I was little too. Yes. yes. <laughs> you had to go and get the, and, and I don't even know. Lisa, did we get covers or anything? You just had the mat. You just lay down. A towel. Get, like a, a towel. little towel. You could bring a okay. towel to throw over you. Because I, like, I remember having to pull my jacket on top of me when I sleep. But it, it, anyway, um, <laughs> where am I going? She had that bathtub full of stuffed animals and cover and pillows and everything else. Right. You sleep. So you got chosen based off of your behavior. She put you in the little uh, jar and your name got pulled. That's where you slept. I... Right. Knew from that day on, I would. Oh, I love that. Be, See, that, I, that it, gives it, me stuff like that gives me chills. That's yeah. how I know that's my passion. That's my calling. And, and then, and then she did one step, and they don't do this anymore. I think like people bake these, but I mean, education has changed so much. And there, there were some things that maybe we were not supposed to do back in that era. Yeah. But anyway, they they had a little oven. And so, do you remember hiding the gingerbread man? Like you would bake the gingerbread cookies. They weren't doing it when I came up. See, you're much younger. They probably started that. We they would bake those gingerbread cookies, and you smelled that ginger and that uh, uh, brown sugar in the whole building from the kindergarten. Yes. And they would go and hide them, but you had clues. You would go room by room to get clues to go find where the gingerbread man at. Eventually, he ended back in your classroom, and we broke him, and we all shared him, of course. But, uh, oh, my. I mean, it was those moments that I would never forget. <clears throat> and I remember when I won Teacher of the Year, I, those were some tributes that I wrote in uh, the article that I had to give to the Mixed Red Post. And... Um, that's how I knew, you know, that I wanted to be an educator. And I still love being an educator, but I love cooking. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. that I love cooking, but because mom made us cook for church and mm-hmm. uh, there were about eight of us in the house. So yeah. you, you were either singing in the choir stand or you were cooking in the kitchen. I had to do oh, a little cool. bit of both. And and there were a number of days that we got uh, uh, green bean uh, juice on us. 
<laughs> Some people might not know nothing about this, but she made you put that I towel do. on. Listen, she made you put that towel on your lap, and you had to put that hot. And it was on the floor, or it was in your lap, and you tell, stop moving, don't move. We, we're only about eight minutes from the church, and then you all try to get. I mean, it's just it was. But I love cooking. And uh, my nephew, so I call my boys, are so spoiled now that they don't even like to go out to eat. Uh, I remember leaving for Mecca for three days. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm, I'm right here. To ha- I'm not far, but I had yeah. to prepare. Uh, they wanted uh, beef with potatoes and carrots and onions. And then they wanted chicken quesadillas. And then someone what? wanted... Yeah, then someone wanted meatball sub, and then somebody else wanted me to fry chips and put some barbecue seasoning on. Then the other person was like, "Can you make me lunch and slice my oranges?" And then I said, "God, but you are amazing in that kitchen." Well, I mean, I I really do love it. Now I'm not going to lie, and I like to bake as well. And so um, this kind of inspired my second, you know, uh, you know, my second relationship with one to throw or open up an event center in a coffee house. So oh yeah. If, if I had to say that, that would be my next occupation. So I'm kind of really excited about following my passions. And so I will agree with oh, you. Yeah. Like follow what you want to what you want to do uh, in life and don't just go for the money because uh That's right. I, the money will come. But it will come. So, sometimes will come. you get that money and then the headache is a whole nother it's not thing. worth it. You, you know, mm-hmm. you, then you really be ready to go. Then you don't waste your time, your energy, and your Absolutely. money. Somebody degree and then Uncle Sam, you owe him $27,000. Why am I telling my story? Oh, my okay. gosh. <laughs> You're right. You're exactly right. What's a good book that you're reading? We all wasn't out of here, y'all. Thank y'all for staying mm-hmm. with us. What's a good book that you read? Now, I'm not a person that reads all the time, but the uh-huh. latest book that I read that I loved was Becoming by Michelle Obama. And I think that gave me a new light for her. Uh-huh. Okay. What, 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 mm-hmm. what about it? Like, is, what, is there anything in there that you read that stood out? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I learned to take one thing she talked a lot about was taking advantage of opportunities. Okay. And I think a lot of times we give we you remember we talked about me and this other job I've had yeah. for 22 yeah. years and I had plenty of opportunities. I mean, many offers to go to other jobs, but I think when I realized that the opportunity was not just an opportunity presented by man, but one that God was leading me to. I didn't have a choice. And in her book, she talks about opportunities where she knew that it was the Lord speaking directly to her. And when I stopped and I really listened to what I was hearing from God, all the anxiety left, Mm -hmm. the extra work left. And there was one thing she ended her book with. And she said, step by step, little by little, we each have a power to make a life better just by learning about ourselves. And I think when I just really realized that God had been trying to move me for some time away from where Mm -hmm. I was, it was just a no brainer. He'll make you uncomfortable in order to put you in where you're supposed to be. So I think you you got uncomfortable, but you weren't moving. Because I would say this, we have grown to learn about um, loyalty and sticking it out. Absolutely. But no one has told us about what it feels like to move to the next when the door is open, you know, and, and we don't want to close no door. We, you we said a mighty word. Come. Absolutely. I'll, listen, I'm over to the church. You go visit. <laughs> I will come. I will come. And I think my kids are kind of like that too, kind of loyal uh-huh. to a fault. And I think, yeah. um, 
And we all have to, we have our struggles and we have to grow yeah. from them. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Lisa, there's a question that was not on here and it's going back into technology, yeah. but I want to do it before I, before we wrap this up. Because yes. you've been in um, education uh, and technology for so long, mm-hmm. one of the biggest things that we're kind of talking about at work is uh, our competitors and some people who use an appliance base versus a cloud base. Uh, and every school district have to have, um, or their, their students' uh, internet needs to be filtered. You have to be simple yes. compliant. Mm-hmm. You use Boxy, which is cloud-based filtering. Um, and then there's others who use, kind of, some people use both, and some people use mm-hmm. just the appliance. Can, do you mind just kind of just uh, briefly, yeah. you know, just t- touching the surface of yeah. maybe some pros and cons of both. And if yeah. you're using both, what does that look like? How does that look like? I mean, there's, I, I, and I'm sorry to the listeners. I know that some yeah. of you came in because you really want to get some of this good, uh, you want to get some good things from uh, Lisa yeah. and, uh, uh, in her technology experience. And, and But I think we've had a good talk, but I wanted, this is one that I wanted to hear uh, uh, mm-hmm. something about. So will you touch on that real quick? Absolutely. I think when you, We've got a lot of cloud-based applications. Are you talking about Bloxy in specific or just applications? When you're talking about the cloud-based applications, I think you have more opportunity for availability of information or data. You have bigger storage areas, bigger, bigger clouds where things can be stored. You also have a bigger resource to pull from of what other districts are possibly doing or what they've asked this particular application to develop for their students. And they may make that available to districts who also are cloud-based. When you're talking about a client-based appliance, you get what you pay for. We pay for this client and we is gonna operate the way that we have it operating from the day we buy it until we either purchase an upgrade or we decide that this is not working for us and we move to a new level. In my opinion, I think cloud-based is the way to go. I really think the more um, cloud and the, and the other thing with client-based, I don't have to be on site to use it or fix it. If it's uh, cloud-based, I can be at home. I can be in Chicago. I can be in Timbuktu as long as I have internet service. And I think that provides more of a real life working situation because there were days where I would get up at, you know, early in the morning or stay late at night working on servers and trying to make sure that things were ready for the next day. That's a really a thing of the past. Mm -hmm. And that if you don't have the cloud based solutions, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot. You you step back in time because mostly everything is cloud based now. And if you do have a client that you have to have, you got to constantly babysit it. You got to constantly pay the the licensing fees. You got to constantly rely on a man to make sure that it's up and going at all times. And we all get weary. We all want to miss a day of work. But if you're talking about a cloud-based solution, I can hang it up there and let it go because somebody else is managing it for me. So I think, in my opinion, that's really the way to go. Listen, I'm so glad you said that because uh, I've got a few, like I said, we have a few friends who, uh, I mean, it's not easy, it's not an easy thing to migrate or to try to yeah. make someone who's been stuck. I believe that some people are just not educated enough. And yeah. so my, you know, podcasts and our webinars are just to kind of get experienced uh, 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 directors or even 
mm-hmm. with less ex- you know experience to kind of just share some of their pros and cons about you know making that move making that that's switch and some of those benefits whether that's with our company or you know or, or not the, the conversation just has to be had and just mm-hmm. kind of needs to be out there so i just thought i would ask you and then finally so as we wrap up this coffee break one i've enjoyed you thank you so much and to our guests who've been here thank y'all so much what are some of your personal goals or in your professional goals uh, for this year? I think um, we're always looking to be better. We should be always looking to be better. So I think setting a pro- professional goal for me is to walk in the vein that I'm in here at Vicksburg mm-hmm. Warren School District and help the group that's already here work, doing a mighty work. When I say a mighty work, there are people in my office or that I'm surrounded with every day that you don't have to tell them what to do. You don't have to tell them how to do it. They get the work done. Mm -hmm. And that allows me to be able to do some of the things that I haven't been able to do in other jobs. And I'm so grateful for that because that truly has been a blessing. So I think my professional goal is to help them and assist them by making sure that anything that we've started we wrap it up this year. Like audio enhancement is one thing that's really big in this district. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a great tool. Yep. We've got to make sure we got the right people trained, the right people on the bus to be able to go out and train others. Mm-hmm. That's one thing we have to get done this year. Another thing we have to do is we got to make sure we got the right security apparatuses at the door, at the back door, in the sky, the meaning cameras at every facility so Mm -hmm. that people feel safe when they're in our buildings and not only Mm -hmm. feel safe, but they know that something is being recorded in the event that something should happen and God forbid that. And then I think the, um, another goal is just to make sure that as a department we're functioning, one can't move without the other. One can't fall without the other and that there's no, I did it, I did it. Or, you know, that we're all moving together in a seamless flow. I think if we get there as a professional goal, I would have done something good. Yes. Now, on my personal goal, I think personally, I would love to develop a, I'm a child of the king, first of all. Yeah. And I would just love to develop a more personal relationship that I will forever be a mentor to somebody. Um, I have a new class that I'm their Sunday school teacher, but they're teaching me as much as I'm teaching them. They're a group of 19 to 24 year olds. And it's it's just amazing um, the questions they have and their insight on things. So it's keeping me young, first of all, (laughs) it's helping me to, to get in the word and study. And that really is my first love. Just, just being a child of the King. I think that is probably the most, the greatest accomplishment of my life. I love it. I love it. I, I, I had those days where I taught uh, Sunday school, and I think that was another reason why I became in, uh, a teacher as well, because I practiced early. And uh, yeah. I, I, just, I just, again, I commend you um, on all your accomplishments and um, your endeavors. The sky is the limit and above yeah, for you. Absolutely. So, thank you. Below. Thank you. You're more than welcome. Well, Lisa, everybody, thank you, Lisa. Hey, clap it up for thank Lisa. Thank you guys. A, thank you. It was an awesome show. I've, I've enjoyed every bit of it. It was worth 
uh, the start at 11 and then having to re-put it at 12 o'clock, I think you did a. It was at the right time. time. Hey, is it the right time? And listen, on behalf of Bloxy, we like to thank everybody. We like to thank all our Spotify listeners, the Spotify platform, and everyone who's going to go back and listen to this. Hey, share this out with some others who really need to see it. Until the next time, which will be right back here next week at 12 o'clock uh, with the right Zoom and webinar link. Hey, spark curiosity with Bloxy. Until the next time, have a coffee break on us. Peace. See thank you. Later. you. All right, bye thank bye. you. Bye-bye.